Hi, I'm Cliff. And I'm Susan. And welcome to the Cliff and Susan podcast. It is the 32nd episode of 365. Day 32. Day 32. Today we're going to talk about how to utilize what you've learned um, as artists doing your online shows and how to apply some of the tricks and tips we have for that virtual song request and how to integrate that into your actual live show. Uh, I know that's a lengthy title. I'll come up with a better title it's before. Lengthy. Yeah. But that's the, the general gist is how do how do you communicate with your crowd in a live setting but utilize tools that you learned um, in the past year. Yeah. But um, first, by, yes. we are Cliff and Susan. Yeah. We are a married music duo and based we, here in Little Rock, Arkansas. Yes, and this podcast is all about educating, inspiring, and entertaining. We're, so hopefully, we're getting we'll better do a little bit pitch. of that. <laughs> we have really enjoyed these daily podcasts and sharing everything with our fan base as well as with fellow artists. It's it's a passion of mine to always give back and share what we know and learn and help others have their own independent career uh, in music. So um, anyway, so let's jump into this one. Um, so. Cliff and I, a little bit of a backstory on how we do our shows. We are we are a high energy all request show, um, and we know we play primarily. everything from yeah cover show. We do some of our originals, but it's primarily ninety eight percent of our show is a cover show, and we've talked about that on previous episodes about how to put on a good cover show and and the elements of crowd interaction and requests and and all of that. But today we're going to focus more on the interaction and the monetization of your show, um, and just a little bit of you know prior to COVID, Cliff and I. We would get a base salary for going and performing. That would be your nightly compensation for the gig that you do. Many um, times ours was a month contract, so we had a month contract for. Uh, we were doing five, sometimes six shows a week. My apologies. Um, I hear what you said. Oh gosh, oh, Siri started Siri, talking Siri to us like she was in yeah. the conversation. So, um, so we would have our base rate, but then we also made a large amount of our revenue comes from tips. And with a, an all request show. Um, the tips follow, right? And there's tricks and tips on how to optimize and be tasteful about how you, um, you know, get that tip, how you inform a crowd, educate a crowd on how to request and that, you know, they can tip along with that. And um, anyway, that that's kind of uh, the, the model, the business model that we had prior to COVID. And then we all had to pivot and move on to our, we did over 150, probably over 200 online shows. And we still to this day have people coming into our live shows now here in Arkansas. Sam, boy, y'all got us through COVID. We, we would always remember y'all were on there. Remember the days when we were all stuck at home and we were listening to Cliff and Susan, we turned it on. And so yeah. that was really cool. And um, it's still our goal to continue to do those. We've not done as many because as things have come back, it's been hard to to um, manage both as well as the fact that we've moved and we're in transition with our studio but we did figure it out so we've got some shows coming up this week and we just stream live on our facebook page so during that process with an all request show um we i don't know if i mentioned the genres but the way i inform a crowd you guys we're, we're gonna get the show started tonight um we play country music uh, country rock oldies and blues um if you want to request a song please let us know you can write it down or or um Shout it out in between the song. It depends on the, the size of the venue, and we, we yeah, like and that crowd interaction. We would, usually we would hand out request forms uh, and, and do things like that. I'm about to get to that. So Cliff is right. We used to have our 
uh, request forms on the tables and in a piano bar style show like we do um, it's an all request show with the request forms on the tables and you can get really creative with your branding on there you can have your logo um, it says song title artist and we also capture our emails on there because you know you can always repurpose and we would actually send out um, email thank yous to everyone who left us left us their email on a request form and it was a great way to connect with our um, our, our uh, fan base and so uh, we built a, an email list off of that so that's one way you can get creative because you can always promote your future shows um, you can point them to your online shop for to buy merch uh, they can um, be notified of any music releases any songs you're, you're releasing in the future so it's always great to have that email capture on there and then typically the the monetization would be when you bring up a song request they they know that that a tip goes with it and goes in right. the tip jar. And, and it kind of works with uh covid how we already had the Venmo and Cash App QR code linked to that. And what we could do, we were a little bit weary at first uh, of the song list, handing them out, because a lot of um, restaurants were getting rid of menus and doing uh, paper. Okay, so we need to back up and talk about the song list. So, So the song list we had were laminated front and back. So not only do we have the request forms, but we had um, a laminated front and back. It was about 260 songs that we had a good mix of all of the main ones that people request, or just a good mix, right? So in any venue we went in in the world, people could look at that like a menu, and uh, it was laminated because it, we used them over and over again. We would clean them and all. Um, and then on there was, uh, like I said, our um, branding, our logo, our website, and then on there was the Cash App and the Venmo. Yes. It was also Cash App and Venmo was kind of in small writing at the bottom of each request form as well, but that prior to COVID was not something we pushed a lot. We were kind of timid, right. right? But what, I mean, what you could do nowadays is actually you could get rid of the song list entirely and just do a QR code that you can slap on the tables that actually you could basically cater to your song list and have it linked to a song list and your Venmo and PayPal and, and have them go and look at it that way instead of having something that had, they have to hold and touch and read. Mm -hmm. And, and I I think that, um, you know, restaurants right now are doing what they call contactless menus. So that's what you're talking about is making it contactless. Um, the, the, the phone, you pull out your smartphone and you point it at the QR code, right? I'm sure we don't really need to explain QR codes, but if you go to flowcode.com, that is a great way to create your own um, your own flow code or your own QR code. And what happens is you will go in there and you can point it to a website where you have your information like your song list um, and then your Venmo and your cash app and everything. And so we're talking about like a two or three by three inch sticker that you can make that's branded with your logo on it and people take their phone out. And if they're sitting at the table during your show, they point it at the QR code and it pulls up a sticker. They click on it and it takes them to, it could be a PDF of your song list with all of your branding. It could be a website link where you've already created on the backside of your website and they go and they can read your song list, click on a button there to visit your store or send a Venmo or a cash app, um, you know, request. So um, that's a great way to communicate post-COVID without the interaction of touching things and back and forth coming to the stage and all that. So in addition to not having the request forms and the um, the laminated front and back, let's talk about Venmo and Cash App requests. So how do we non how do you non-verbally, because you can always stop during the middle of the show, hey, anybody want to hear something, but that kind of stops the flow of yeah. your show. So how, you know, let's talk about how you can get that request. How do you... Um, educate a crowd on requesting songs without approaching you during the show and doing it with their phone. So for those of the, you that 
don't know or don't use Venmo a lot, you actually can send a message through Venmo and they can put a message or a request and, and do it all right there. And Venmo is really great because you know the amount that they've done. Uh, a lot of times you'll, you'll try to prioritize if, if someone hands you a 20 or hands you a one or a five. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you usually want to get to that $20. You don't, first. you don't want to forget and sometimes about sometimes if, if they're just putting money in the bucket and give you a, a, a request, you don't know what they've given you. Mm -hmm. And so that's really great with Venmo. You know exactly what they want, who gave it to you and how much they gave you for it. And you so, can say, you can respond back to them. If, if you don't know the song, you can say, Hey, what about this one from that artist? Or yeah. think of another one, or even after the show, go back and make sure you click the heart and say, thanks so much for coming out tonight. We'll hope to see you again. You can put whatever you want in there and interact with that person on Venmo. So you've monetized and you've also communicated and could potentially recapture that person for future marketing. Yeah. And Venmo is awesome. Cash app is a little bit different. Um, there are, uh, there's the ability for you to um, have a message on cash app. Um, so cash app's not horrible. Um, I do recommend on your handle. So we are on Venmo and cash app. We're at Cliff and Susan and everything is, we try to keep Cliff and Susan on right. all of our handles, whether it's on social media or on, on Venmo, PayPal. We have a paypal.me link. Paypal.me, let's talk about that. So you've got Venmo and cash app. And then you've got the opportunity for the PayPal.me. And now if you have a PayPal account, you can set up, if you go to PayPal.me and just put that in your URL, it will help you link your PayPal account. And it just comes up with a great vanity um, link to put on um, your, your your request forms or put online as an easy URL. Mm -hmm. um, so our PayPal dot me link is paypal.me forward slash cliff and susan so the consistency is cliff and susan there now if we're in a venue and we're trying to get requests yes we can have all of that written down but to say that over the microphone yeah. is a lot mm -hmm. so just saying hey you guys we're cliff and susan on venmo and cash app that's a lot easier than saying hey we're cliff and susan on venmo cash app and paypal.me forward slash cliff and susan yeah most people are using venmo and cash app yeah. Um, mostly, I think Venmo is pretty much the wide, most widely but used. We are getting Cash App. Yeah, Cash too. App is, like, is still great. There are a lot of people that use Cash App. At like at Cannibal and Craft in downtown Little Rock, they're they're doing their door cover with Cash App, and people yeah. can walk up mm -hmm. and scan the Cash App QR and they did code. That a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. During our shows at Cannibal and Craft, we're getting a lot of Cash App. So I will say that um, it just depends on your crowd and where you are in the world and what you have set up. Um, but it is a great way to. Now, the only caveat I want to say is that. When you tell people to request a song through Cash App and Venmo, that is telling them you have to pay me <laughs> to request a song. <laughs> they cannot send you a right. request without putting in at least a dollar. And so, so I you, don't think it's distasteful. No, and usually I'll try to sell it, and you, you don't even have to get up from your chair. And, right. And, and say something silly like that. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, always say tips are appreciated, and one way to, to tip us without even getting up is... Yeah. request from Venmo you don't even have to get out of your chair and yeah there's so. some ways you can taste what people understand that and most most everyone's generous now I will say um the other way that I will recommend um to to have um a capture point for SMS te texting and to utilize a text message call to action to request now I'm on the fence about this on for your live shows, okay? Because if you give someone, okay, let me back up. Blossom.im is my preferred text messaging platform. We have a vanity number. You guys have heard us say before, 501-456-4114. Mm -hmm. That number we created because it's number one, it's easy to say. 
We picked that number because it was easy. We also have an app on our phones. Cliff has the app and I have the app. And anyone that texts that number, it comes to the app and comes across as a notification on our phones. Well, in a live show, you don't want to have to be looking at your phone all the time. But yeah. there is some element of that if you're having your request forms or your requests coming through Venmo and Cash App yeah, anyway. No, obviously, yeah. But I will say that people are, are going to be more likely to send you a lot of information over a text as opposed to having required at least a dollar on the Venmo and Cash app, they're going to send you more valuable requests that way. Yeah. So the the upside, though, to having a number somewhere that they can text and send requests is that they don't have to have they don't have to pay you and they can send and you can interact. Yeah. Then you have their number and their number. If they opt in, you can utilize that for future marketing and get their emails and add them to yeah, your marketing. So there there is a there there is an advantage there to that. Um I say look at your marketing program and what you're wanting to accomplish and integrate one or two of these and see how it goes and then, you know, add the ones that make sense over time. I have not added in our text messaging interaction during a live show yet. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you want to do that or would you rather just keep it Venmo and Cash App? I, I think just for now, I'd probably keep it Venmo and Cash App. There are some of our fans that actually utilize that already. Mm -hmm. uh, and because they remember us using it on our right. virtual shows. And there are even people that use Messenger, uh, even at our show, um, our, one of our more recent shows. Mm -hmm. We had someone uh, using Facebook Messenger mm -hmm. to send some requests. And you can actually send money over Messenger, yeah, too. Yeah, so. so let's talk about that. We've talked about... Having a QR code on the tables, whether it's a laminated song list. I like the QR code because it's yeah, so small too. and easy. So yep. flow code, get your QR code made. Now you point that QR code that you're going to print and laminate and pass that on the tables. Get the venue's permission for you to do so. Um, but Or you can even have it on your tip jar pit. They can walk up and mm -hmm. scan your tip jar QR code or somewhere there on, on your stage. And then they get access to the song list. They can look there. They can click on the Venmo cash up, however you want to control that. The nice thing about the QR code is that whatever you're pointing it to, you can change that. Say you add songs to your song list between this and next week, you can update that on your back end, and the QR code is still going to point to that place where you've got the most current information. Now, we talked about um, using the text messaging. Um, you could put the text messaging and say, text, start your request to 501-456-4114 and have that as a banner next to you on your stage. That's a good, cool way to do it. Yeah. I want to also talk about how to make sure you point people to your social media during your your shows. About every 30 minutes, it's good to say, and I say 30 minutes, we did a four-hour show. We do yeah. four-hour shows. So about every 30 minutes. You guys, uh, if, if Cliff just did something cool on the fiddle, I'll say, make some noise for Cliff, my husband. You guys can find us if it's a moment where I can talk while he's transitioning to another instrument. Right. Hey, you guys, we'd love for y'all to follow us at Cliff and Susan on Instagram, TikTok, and um, Facebook. You can even send us messages, and we can see them right here in front of us on our on the stage if you want to send us a request. Yeah. So that's a good way to get them to like your page, interact with you, and then you can send them and message later and really personalize that and make that human connection with them. Right. And uh, that works really well. And we've had a lot of bookings come out of that, you know. And then having your business cards up on the stage, that's always important. On your breaks, go over to table that's really been into your show. Hey, just want to say thank you guys for, for getting into this show. We're really excited to be back. Yeah, you could even have a QR code on the back of your business card mm -hmm. and they can just scan it on their phone. That's smart too. To type in anything. I love it. So, I love yeah. it. All of this is just... A way to think from every angle, how do you take where we are in the world and where people are comfortable with their devices? Because, you know, everyone 
starting to understand the QR code. They're understanding yeah. how to be contactless, and COVID has pushed us to that more so. Yeah, I so mean, I think this is an exciting time for our live shows to come back to be able to. I think that our tips will be better now because. Yeah, I think so too. With and, the Venmo and the Cash App. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, one one thing that I'm just curious, I want to ask all the musicians out there. This is this is a, a side offshoot uh, from what we've been talking about, but still pertaining to tips. So I want to know what uh, you guys do as musicians to with your tip jars to entice people to come to your tip jar. Yeah. And I want to see what are the craziest things that you've seen because I, I've seen everything from a, a big boot. That's like lit up with Christmas lights for the tip jar. Yeah, uh, I know. At one point, we had a. We've just got this kind of aluminum bucket, and we had some. Tips. We had some Christmas lights in there. But I mean, it's. I've seen some people that says just put in the tip and see how it feels. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. Um, there's one that. Um, that yeah, the the lights. There was one with a basketball goal, like a little one of those little Nerf goals. Oh, yeah, that's and a I good idea. Throw, yeah, well, it is kind of, but well, yeah, it gets a little distracting. I, but yeah, I guess so. Um, I don't know. Anything I know there, like, there's a lot of uh, Philip. Oh, yeah, Philip Phillip the bucket. Philip yeah. the bucket. Y'all, y'all, I've go meet Philip. Philip the bucket. Yeah, get it. Ha ha. So, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of different creative ways. Yeah. So, and, what do y'all do? Do y'all yeah. do anything with your tip jars? Do you just some people have old suitcases? Yeah, I that yeah, that's great. When I, I know, um, I think Ashton does. I know that. Ashton, Ashton does Barbary. a great. Ashton Barbary has an awesome little setup, and she even has like branding, and mm-hmm. you could put a QR code there, have some CDs and a T-shirt laying there, and then yep. they throw the money down in the, and it's just a really vintage look, which yep. fits her brand really well, mm-hmm. like Americana kind of folk style. Um, yeah. How do you get creative with integrating your brand, utilizing what we've learned in COVID, and now going into live shows? That's kind of been the topic today. Hopefully, you learned something. And uh, if you have any questions, always feel free. We pretty much laid everything out today on the podcast on how to contact us. But you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. DM us, and we'll, we'll touch base with you guys. All right. We'll talk at you later.